Hello, everybody. Welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church. My name is Andrew Vandermoss, one of the pastors at Christ Church. And I'm Addison Hawkins, friend, colleague, and co-host with Andrew. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we hope to share some observations and some stories about following Jesus from our little perspective here at Christ Church in Grand Rapids. So maybe you remember your senior year of high school. For some of you, it was a few years ago. For some of you, it was a couple decades ago. For some of you, you may have to break out an old dust-covered book in order to recall some of the scenes from your senior year of high school. But now imagine that you are a senior in the year 2020, and all of a sudden, your year ends. That's the way it's been for a, a lot of uh, the seniors in high school in Michigan, certainly, and across the country. Uh, people, not only seniors in high school, but people involved in other programs and academics and just a lot of things that have all of a sudden suddenly come to a halt because of coronavirus and, and COVID-19. Joining us today on our podcast, we want to just explore some of that with two seniors from Christ Church. We have Abigail Lammers and Quincy Eldersveld with us. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. So tell us how, how you found out your senior year was ending. What, what sort of things were happening? Maybe you can start us off, Quincy. Okay, so for my school, we were in class on Thursday, which was like March 12, and the basketball district final game was canceled for that next day, for Friday, due to the coronavirus. So that's when we first like started wondering well, if we can't go to a basketball game, we probably can't go to school. So we expected school to be canceled on Friday and to go back on Monday. But then the weekend, more things, like more cases started happening around Michigan. And so they, the governor decided that we couldn't go back to school and that would be online, but that we would go back after spring break. So then I was expecting to go back after spring break, but everything just kept getting worse. So then it was cut off and we're not going back at all anymore. So that's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. And you're at Calvin Christian, right? Yes, I am. That's right. And how, how are things over at North Point Christian, Abby? Um, so I have some friends in Ohio because they used to live there. And so they um, their governor shut everything down that Wednesday. And then so that Thursday when I went to school, um, I was kind of anticipating it because we were kind of neck and neck with their um, amount of cases there. So um I kind of just knew it was going to come, and then Thursday, that Friday, we were supposed to have our senior retreat, um, which got canceled because they just shut down the Friday, like Quincy said, and then we were going to go potentially on Monday, um, but then I was sitting in my nursing class at KCTC, and which is a technical center, and we, our clinicals that were supposed to happen that Friday and then the upcoming week got canceled because of that at home. So then I was like, okay, so if we can't converse because that's what we needed to complete our um, our test, that I didn't think that school was going to go either um, or continue on. So that was kind of just how I found out. 
Yeah, that would be tough just to be sort of anticipating, you know, whether you had senioritis or not, you know, you still were anticipating the end of your, your high school time. What, are, what were some of the like emotions that you guys had as you were, as you found these things out, as you learned that you were no longer going to have sort of physical classroom space, you weren't going to see some of your friends, you know, again for a while. What were the emotions that were, were going through your head? Abby, why don't you go ahead and start? Um, I was quite sad at first, um, just like, especially my, um, my certified nursing course, I just couldn't, we worked all year for so many things. And then like a senior retreat was the next day and then, um, that got canceled and then prom and senior spring break. And, um, so I was just very sad that I was like missing out on everything. Um, and then it kind of turned to like anger, I guess, because it's just, like, why, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I'm kind of just content with everything and I just want it to be over and so then I'm just hopeful for the future and like filling out all my college stuff um gives me a lot of hope but Mm. there's no guarantee in that either yeah yeah um for me at the beginning I expected to still be able to hang out with my friends like I was like oh I don't have to go to school but like I can still hang out in groups of 10 or less so like (laughs) I can still go do stuff with friends but then once everything else got shut down I felt like I was more like robbed, I guess, of the fact that like all senior classes have had a senior swing break and all classes have had senior prom and like senior encouragement week is something that our school does too, which is like the last week before you get sent off. And so like, I felt like I was the person, the one time that this didn't get to happen for my grade. So I felt like robbed with that, but now I feel the same as Abby, like I'm ready to be done and just ready to move on because we don't have all those things. So might as well just move on. Yeah. yeah, I like the way that both of you guys talked about just sort of these waves of experience, sadness, anger, contentment. I think it's really true for a lot of us and you don't have to be a senior in high school to kind of feel those waves of emotions and some of it may may come back. You know, there may be some time in the future where you find yourself being angry again, uh, or or just frustrated with the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. I was trying to think back to my high school senior year, all those years ago. Andrew said it was four <laughs> pre-recording. It was definitely more than four, less than I don't know. I'm bad at math, 15. I have no idea. But, <laughs> but uh, I was trying to think, like, what were some of the things that I'd miss? Quincy, you had, you had mentioned in, in some pre-discussion, like soccer and your senior season for that. And, you know, what are some of the things as you've had the roller coaster of emotions that you feel like you've learned from that process? Like missing things, being sad, feeling robbed, being ready to move on. Abby, you mentioned hope. What are some of the things, lessons, you know, maybe some, some wisdom? For me, I would say that like one major thing would be appreciating what I have when I have it just because everything can get taken away so fast. So like appreciating when I get to hang out with friends or when I get to hug someone or when I get to play my sport, play soccer and just like remembering that in the future when I do have some of those things back that I remember when I didn't have them and appreciate them even more. Yeah, for sure. That's good. What about you, Abby? Um, 
I feel like just trusting God and um, like relying on Him through all this. Like it's kind of stereotypical. We always pray super happy, but it's like we don't know what it is. Like now we can't even worship together. So then it's just so it's it's sad of me. So then it's just like um, like looking forward to actually being able to worship together and trusting that we will be able to do that and just relying on God. Yeah, those are great observations. You know, you think about when you learn things in life, and uh, obviously, I'm I'm 50. Um, you guys are more my daughter's ages. Uh, Addison is 22. Uh, <laughs> I certainly feel that way sometimes. That's right. Uh, we learn things at different times, but uh, you know, right now we're we're learning something about you know, what makes us happy and, and what contributes to that. Sometimes if we have a thing, we think that that thing is making us happy, like playing soccer or um, being able to do our, our nursing classes or whatever it might be. But then when those things are taken away, we have to find that there's a joy, there's a source of joy somewhere else. Um, Quincy, you mentioned something earlier, just you know, working through some of that and, and just learning internally the choices that we make with regards to that. Any thoughts? Yeah, I would just say that like joy is definitely a choice and happiness is a choice because like I'm finding days where even through this whole like quarantine, I'm happier than when I was at school or when I was doing other things just because I'm choosing to be happy about certain things, like happy that the sun is out, happy that it's almost 70 degrees, different little things that I wouldn't normally think about, but just because I don't have everything that I would normally have, it makes me think about them even more. Yeah, that's a great. I agree. Yeah, you want to you expand on that, Abby? I just agree completely. Um, just appreciating the little things, like the card nights with my family, the different shows that me and my mom can catch up on and start together, and just like the little things that um, I didn't have time before. Um, it was really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. You guys are both younger generation. You guys are, you know, you're born with technology in your hands. Uh, I'm sort of having a love-hate relationship with technology right now. Like, I love it. We can connect. Here we are on a Zoom call. We can record this. But I hate it. I hate it because now it seems like I can't get away from it. And it, it just leaves it lacking. Like, you know, we do some different things with regards to worship. You mentioned that, Abby, but it's not the same as gathered worship or you talk with your friends on Zoom and, you know, it's good, but then you also walk away feeling empty. Any reflections on technology, pros and cons? Do you guys have any of this love-hate stuff or do you just love it? I would say that for me, I really appreciate it. So like, I feel like I like to use it to talk to friends, but at the same time, at some point, I'm like, I've watched TV for too long or I've watched too many movies and I just wanna go sit somewhere and be away from everything. So I would say that I really appreciate it, but that I also appreciate the times when I don't have it. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I feel like I've almost been on 
technology less because of this, which is kind of funny to say. Um, besides like my schoolwork, but it's like every single class we use our computer anyway. So then just being able to get all my homework done in what, half an hour, hour, and then being able to do whatever I want with my, on my um, day is kind of nice. And um, I've been baking a lot more and just hanging out with my family and I'm not at work, so then that's more, much better, so yeah. Yeah, as Andrew had mentioned earlier, being 22, uh, I love technology most of the time as well. I'm actually 32, just to just to set the facts straight. But um, you know, I you know, being a millennial, technology is one of the things that has like been sort of centered in my life for a long time. You know, and I would feel the same way as all almost all of you, just the love hate relationship with it. Yeah, you know, I'm particularly interested in what you think about it in terms of your relationships with friends, like being able to keep up with people, but then maybe even, you know, what, what do you think will stick in terms of technology and what do you think will not? Like, do you think it will change the way you approach, you know, your phones or, or technology in general coming out of this? I've been FaceTiming a lot with my friends. So then I think that when we're in person again, it'll just be so nice to like not look through a screen. Um, and I mentioned that I was baking a lot and me and my friend actually just decided to tackle like four layer Easter cakes together, but through FaceTime. So then we both made that. So it was super fun, but then it's like, it would have been so much more fun if we were in person and not over a phone with, with our family interrupting. So, (laughs) so yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I think that like, it's really nice that I've been able to talk through technology with my friends, but I've also been like handwriting letters and sending them through the mail, which is something that I normally wouldn't do because I didn't have time for, but for that, and then like, we don't like text each other when we get the card in the mail and just be like, hey, thanks. They actually like send something back. And so it's like a communication in the mail, which I think is kind of cool without using technology. But at the same time, after this is all over, I feel like I will be way quicker to go do something than to go watch a movie or something on, on, electronic i would definitely go do something with friends or something in person instead mm-hmm. of go watch a movie That's and that cool. definitely connect connects to what you guys were saying earlier about just appreciating what you have now and learning through it and maybe even we were just so numb to the way that technology can take over our lives i know that's probably true for me i was just numb to how often i was on my phone and what i was doing with it or my computer and now that i have to be on it all the time I realize what it does to me and what I don't like about that and what I want to change coming out of all this so I think those are some really great thoughts yeah what about the scriptures as you guys have been walking through this like I know for me just reading the bible has there's been I mean I've been reading the bible my whole life but there have been different things you know like the pestilence that stalks the land like I never really thought about that before a whole lot um, anything in the scripture that's really been standing out to you either in a new way or has really been comforting for you as you guys have gone through this time? So my favorite scripture in general um, is Romans eight thirty-seven to 39. And it just reflects on Paul's journey and what he's been through. But then now looking at it through our current situation, it's just giving me a new look on everything because it talks about how we, nothing can separate us from the love of God. But then 
it's like so interesting now because it's like there's a pandemic going on and it's so it shows God's like um can't think of the word but just his his love and his care and his his hand is around us no matter what and so it's just crazy um to look back on that verse even though I've I've looked by it and like read it so many times and it's just it's just a different way to look at it yeah no that's great you know nothing can separate us death nor life angels or rulers things present things to come powers nothing in all creation be able to separate us from the love of god in christ that's great that's great what about you quincy any scriptures that you've been leaning on for me um psalm twenty-seven, thirteen is i remain confident of this i will see the goodness of the lord and i think that's something that i've definitely been focusing on that like this is just a time and it will it will blow over it will be done and that like I can find good in this time as well but that like goodness is also coming so I think that's definitely something I've been focusing on that's good yeah talking about coming what are your guys' plans for the next year when this is all over where what's what's uh, what's on the docket um, I would love to eventually finish my course with the um, certified nursing assistant through Michigan, and I'd love to work as a CNA, but um, then further on for college, I'm studying nursing at Malone University in Ohio. Good. Are you planning on starting that in the fall? Um, like Malone? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so far we are planning on that. Um, and this, I've been in contact a lot with the admissions and they're still planning on it. They're still trying to hope for um, being able to open for like the exams, like the last exams of the year, this semester. So okay. they're very hopeful, but they're sitting in a very different situation than Michigan. So. Okay. Okay. Good. What about you, Quincy? Um, I'll be taking a gap year because I actually graduated high school a year early. So I, my plans were to travel like around a lot of different places of Central South America, but because of restrictions with travel, I'm not really sure what will come of that. So just preparing for college in the next year and working, making money before I'll go to college fall of 2021. Yeah, good, good. What do you want to study when you go to college? Do you know? Probably social work. Social work. Yep. Good. Awesome. Well, we're really grateful that you guys took some time to come by and, and spend with us. Um, you know, everybody has their own different journey. And as we've been trying to tell stories or hear stories from various folks at Christ Church, um, it's great to hear you. We know there's a, a bigger senior class. There's a number of folks that are, are in that. And we certainly want to pray for the two of you and, and for all of them. And maybe I'll just close us with a word of prayer. How's that? Father, thanks for this time together. We do thank you for Abigail and for Quincy, their willingness to come on and just talk about the very strange uh, occurrence in their senior year and some of the disappointment and some of the ways that they are making it through, learning things, learning things about you, applying that to their lives. Lord, we pray for them, particularly as they uh, look to the future and, and think about the ways that you are going to, to lead them. We pray for all of their classmates, both at Christ Church and in their respective schools. Lord, we ask that you would lead and guide 
that there would be a sense of real learning during this time. Maybe the things that they learn outside of school will be even greater and have a greater impact on their sense of vocation, calling, what it means to follow you. Lord, we thank you for your care for us as we've been reminded that nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would help us to lean into that during these days. So thank you again for this time together. Uh, blessings on, on these two and on their families. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, go back to your baking or your school or that movie that you're really waiting to watch. I uh, hope that you have a good rest of the day. And we will pray for some of those days that are getting close to 70 degrees, but it is not this day for sure. No. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website, ChristchurchGR.org. That's ChristchurchGR.org. And while you're there, check out the Staying Connected during COVID-19. You can find other resources. You can find our latest podcasts, home worship guide, and other great things to stay connected during this time. You can find this podcast at any of your regular podcasting outlets, whether that's through Apple iTunes or through the Google Play Store. We're so glad you checked in. We hope to see you next time.